And welcome back to another interesting episode of WWE Mentality. I am your host for this segment, Ralph Wentz, a.k.a. JR, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful, a.k.a. Jamie. I am actually sitting across, sitting across from me, actually, is my brother from the same mother, Mr. Mr. Zach Kennedy. How are you, Zach Kennedy? I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Oh, it's great. It's a great afternoon, can't, a great can't Thursday. Complain. I'm not going to complain because no one's going to listen to it. Yeah, I'm not, you're definitely not paying me enough to be here. To right, to be yeah, here. yeah. Well, WWE Mentality just doesn't have the funds right now to do that. So well, thank you for coming in and spending some of your time. But we are going to be covering the October 19th edition of SmackDown and the October 21st edition of Raw. We're going to be jumping into Crown Jewel a little bit, foreshadowing the, what is it, the October 25th edition of SmackDown. But... You're going to have to wait for that and hear a little bit from our sponsor, the OBX Chevy Man. Hi, friends. It's Mark Hellman, the Chevy Man, back for one of my favorite times of the year. It's Truck Month. We stocked up just in time with over 100 Silverados, Tahoes, and Suburbans. You can save over $10,000 off MSRP on your favorite truck or take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Most Buicks will qualify for up to 20% off MSRP. That means you can get into a brand new Encore for under twenty grand with a four-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. Come check out our selection of custom trucks. We have the best in the beach when it comes to lifted trucks. With our great deals, you can almost get the conversions at no charge. That's huge! We are out to help more folks this month than ever before. We still have over 80 world-class pre-owned vehicles ready to go. All the best makes, models, and price ranges. No one has our selection. Our bumper-to-bumper warranties and maintenance is always included. See it all at obxchevy.com at the foot of the Wright Memorial Bridge. All of us at OBX Chevy Buick appreciate your business and your friendship. Chevy, find new roads. And we're back. If anybody can put you in a Chevy, guess what? The Chevy man can. What do you think about that? I mean, I got a buddy that uh, helped hook me up when I was at the Chevrolet dealership. Uh, I got me a car from the Chevy man. So, uh, What's that buddy's reviews. name that hooked you up? I think it's, uh, it's uh, David EKO. Is your champion still? Did he, uh, is he no, still no, your no, champion? No. 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 He's, uh, he went down. The powers that be uh, had to strip him of his title ah. in TWA. Our little local group here on the Outer Banks, we call Team WWE OBX. But we'll talk more about David EKO here in a few minutes. But we're going to jump into SmackDown. Did you happen to catch any of SmackDown last week? I didn't catch it. Um, I actually kind of missed it. I had some things going on. But uh, I got a little rundown from from a viewing. A little rundown like Rock. Like Rock Rock. Eh, no, that was a good movie, though. <laughs> it's a good well, movie. To start off the show, we had the big dog Roman Reigns. Yeah. Oh, face-to-face with Shinsuke Nakimura, who I think great, both great talents, obviously. Um, overrated. I, I'm not a Roman fan. Ah, he's overrated. I think... Uh, I, have my Roman, feelings, I have my feelings, man. Roman Reigns is... He was overrated. And, you know, the whole situation with him and his... Um, fake cancer? Oh, I wouldn't say fake cancer. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Let's you just say you say went and did a movie. Just say you did a movie. Well, yeah, he did a movie. He did a movie with my man, The Rock. You know, Fast Nine, or not Fast Nine, Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. Fast Nine is coming Actually, out, pretty, by the way. Pretty funny movie, pretty good movie. If you I haven't, haven't seen it, so don't ruin it. Okay, good movie. But uh, yeah, he kicked off the show with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. This was a feud that got kind of lit up over Twitter uh, during the week Never. prior. Um, 
that match didn't really last very long considering it got interrupted by our king, King Corbin. If you know, if, if you know anything about WWE mentality and you listen to our podcast, you know that I am high on King Corbin. I like Corbin. I, I, I didn't like him, per se, as the, the was it the, uh, when he was the GM. Constable. Constable. Yeah. I did not like Constable Corbin. I do like Baron Corbin. I liked him out of NXT. Oh, I yeah. liked him. I mean, he kind of had that. Leave me alone. Let me do my own thing. And then all of a sudden, it was. Well, he is the lone wolf. That's what he calls. Well, him. that's what he calls himself. But he's not anymore. Right. I mean, he has a he has a good good aspect to him. I like him. I think he is set to be one of the best kings ever. I don't know, man. You got Booker, King Booker. It's not Booker. It's Booker. Whatever. Booker, King Booker. King Booker. Either one. Don't matter. The five time champ. King Booker was good, but it just seems like King Corbin, like you said, has that I don't tenacity. give a he crap attitude. Tenacity. He's got tenacity. He's very persistent. One of one of the best characters on WWE right now, no doubt. But uh, yeah, he decided that he was going to insert himself in Roman Reigns and Shinsuke's match and kind of hit Roman from behind with his scepter and hit him right in the neck or right in the back of the neck and uh, kind of got that match disqualified. But to no prevail, what, what I think is going to happen is Roman Reigns is going to have a tag team partner, and these guys are going to go after the tag team champions with him and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan got involved, and we'll talk more about Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns later on SmackDown because they kind of teamed up. And again, I'll say, you know, we'll talk about it later. But moving on, we had another name change in WWE. First, it was Shorty Gable or Chad Gable, then Shorty Gable, and now you got Shorty G. I love Gable. He is so <laughs> athletic, man. It's unreal how they don't use the athletic talent they have. Like, they can show spurts of them, and then all of a sudden it's, eh, you're athletic, but you really don't have much of a character, and you're kind of small, so we can't really do much with you. And I don't know. I mean, mic presence, I don't – he probably doesn't have the mic presence. To, I mean, I don't see much of him, but, you know – I like I like it, to me. He reminds me of the Shelton Benjamin who couldn't talk, because Shelton Benjamin could talk. He was the most athletic dude in the in in, in WWE, without a question. And well, he was the gold standard. And, and there was nothing that they could do with him. And we'll talk more about Shelton Benjamin here in a second because um, he got a little run in on Raw this past week with one Kane Velasquez. So we'll uh, we'll definitely talk about him. But I I Fox. feel like and, and tell me what you think too, but. I feel like Chad Gable is a good mix of Kurt Angle and Chad Gable himself. If I had to relate Chad Gable to anybody, oh, I would re- yeah, relate it's, to it's, Kurt it's, Angle. Yeah, it's no it's, doubt. It's Kurt Angle re- reborn. Like a Charlie Haas. Like they kind of they kind of they kind of blew the Kurt Angle with Jack Swagger back in the day when he was first coming out. Right. And then they had to make a character switch, which actually was a pretty good, you know, pretty good uh heel in my eyes when he had the uh who was the mustache dude with him. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't, I can't think of his name, right, but you yeah, know who I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And, y- and y'all know who I'm talking about. And that character change was, was good for him because it gave you something to hate. Right. But you never really hated Kurt Angle. He was still your Olympic hero always and forever. And then, But I do think that they should have something for Gable. they they got to give something to Gable. Well, Not, I mean, he just ran in uh, with, you know, the King of the Ring tournament. He was right there with King Corbin facing off four the actual king uh, crown and ended up losing to uh, Baron Corbin. 
But you got to because Corbin's a better character. Hey, <laughs> well, I, 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 I agree. I mean, I, mean, I thought I, Corbin's I thought, a way better, better I character. I thought Corbin was going to win the whole thing, and um, like we were just talking about, he's the perfect type I felt of guy. Like, to, I felt like they were trying to set up Ricochet to win it until that triple threat. Uh, as soon as the triple threat happened, I was like, okay, Ricochet's not going to win See, this. Justin made a good point last week when we were talking about Ricochet is that he might have hit his time too soon. Yeah. You know, kind of like they Charlotte do. did. Because yeah. me, me and my boss at where I work always talk about how Charlotte has just fizzled. As soon as she got in, she was hot. Well, that's because they made her hot. Right, exactly. So they, maybe they, they, they didn't build her up. They're like, hey, it's Ric Flair's daughter, right, boom, right, right. champion. Here's your champion. Well, that's why Sasha's the best. As, as Shorty G prepares to, uh, he, after Shorty G got a uh, an interview from Charlie Crusoe, I believe, and that's where he actually came up with. He said it's not Shorty Gable, it's Shorty G, and he kind of like stuck his tongue out, like he enjoyed it, kind of like, you know, that's my name now. But he defeated. Still to this day, he defeated Curtis Curtis Axel, who is the longest running Royal Rumble winner because he is still in the Rumble from like eight years ago. Yeah, he, 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 he never got, got he never, yeah, got never went in. He, he never he got won. eliminated. Well, he, went in. <laughs> he just never never came out. But yeah, as we digress, we'll talk about uh, more SmackDown. The New Day and uh, Justin's team, Heavy Machinery, defeated the Revival, Dolph Ziggler, and or newly. Dolph Ziggler and Rob Dolph Ziggler, geez, I can get his name right, and Robert Roode. I like them. Your take on Bobby Ziggler Rude. and Roode? I mean, I their dads, or yeah, their dads, I believe, were a team back in the day. Ziggler, Mister Perfect, not their dad. <laughs> Mister Perfect reminds me of Dolph Ziggler. Well, Ziggler yeah. reminds me of Mister Perfect, but Mister Perfect. Well, that's a good character for him. Right, right. So, so well, better, better from from the Spirit Squad where he started, but. <laughs> There is some news on the new day. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but um, heavy machinery, man. I just they're 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 kind of like right there, you know, not staled out because I, I think they have too much charisma for that. But they're not just they're not there at the top yet. What I, I don't know need, what's stopping. I think they need something to put them over the top, like a like a manager or I don't know if they need one because they're both good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the new day they had the charisma; they can get the crowd into it, yep. you know. And then heavy machinery, like the the Viking Raiders, you know what they're going to come out and do. Yep. Ziggler's great on the Z- Ziggler is great on the mic, along with you know Bobby Roode. Bobby, yeah, Bobby. <laughs> anyway, and, um, then, and then the revival. I mean, they're they're just they're a good tag team. They're like the uh, what is the one that's running with AJ Styles now? The OC, yeah, the OC. I mean, they're just they're company guys now. Right. Like it kind of feels with the revival is a company guy. Right. Like they're just there to give you a good, decent match, and then go to the next city and do the same thing. Well, as we have, as me and Justin have heavily talked about heavy machinery. Again, I just think they're they're right there in the middle. I don't know what's stopping them from becoming SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Maybe they'll get their shot soon, sooner rather than later. But we'll see with them. SmackDown Women's Champion. Bailey, a new look, a new feel with Bailey, new like attitude. Uh, her and Sasha Banks made a statement to the rest of the women's division on Miz TV, pretty much just covering the whole basis of I'm Bailey, I'm the champion, I've got a new attitude. She's uh, not a hugger anymore. She's not a hugger Love anymore. It. She's got no more Bailey buddies. Love it. But I think she's 
although she's faced one of the best women wrestlers in Charlotte for the past year, year and a half, I think she's going to run into something with the woman who won the six-pack challenge that came up after Miz TV, Nikki Cross. I, I mean, you know, I haven't seen much of Nikki Cross. I know she was up with Alexa Bliss Tag Team while. Women's Champion. I mean, -tag team. yeah, yeah, X-Tag Team Champion with Alexa Bliss. I mean, it was a good mentor. Yeah. I mean, saw how I Alexa, and I felt like Alexa Bliss did the same thing with Charlotte. She came in way too hot off of NXT, and, I mean, she was, what, the first woman to go Raw and SmackDown Champion? Yeah, but she... She was the first one to do both. I'm not saying Charlotte's bad on the She's not. She's not. She's not great. She's she but Alexa, Alexa Bliss is ten times better than Charlotte. On the on mic, the absolutely. And all, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're, I, they're tricky to now, talk about. Okay, so kind of so if you give Charlotte Paul Heyman, I don't how think she goes how, anywhere? I think you don't think so? Yeah. Oh, I, I think know, if man. you give Nikki Cross Paul Heyman, I can't no because she's not a huge figure. Not like yet. like I don't see it. Like if like you have the name with Charlotte. Like, when you know, and, and she's bigger than all the other women. It's like uh, uh, Nia Jax, when she came in. She's, if you gave her Paul Heyman, monster. Right. I mean, you have two monsters. You have Brock Lesnar and Nia Jax running the women and men's division because they're just, they're just big, and that's how WWE always used to be. Right. Your biggest and best, or your best or your biggest. Right. And I, well, with you I like Nikki Cross, but I don't see her per se getting up there not yet not yet i think they're gonna have the sasha and they're they're kind of been playing out the sasha bailey best friends for too long i'm tired of seeing sasha bailey i i'm, tired I'm a huge sasha fan yes, I, I loved know. when she went yes, heel absolutely loved when she went heel which and i'm glad which time because she only went heel about 80 times in her no her, i mean like when she went full when she went full heel this last time, she was full heel. She she went back and forth. No, nope. but when she did like, that hair change, I like when she showed up, pop Natty in the face. Yes, I love God. that. But just stay away from Bailey. I'm glad. I, yeah. I'm super excited over the. You top are a Bailey fan. You've been begging for Bailey. To I've go. been begging for Bailey to go heel for the past eight months, and Justin swears that I am the reason for <laughs> the heel. Well, that's that's because I made so. a tweet to her. Let's, let's hope so. But talk, hey, she did respond and say big things are coming. I, I mean, not to me, though. Right, but, but know, we'll say it was to you. Talking about big people, Braun Strowman, oh, Justin's man. guy, part of my guy, I, they are screwing up with him, I think. They are blowing He defeated him. Drew Gulak off of 205 Live. Drew was kind of poking fun at him, throwing fun at him. Strowman's got a big fight with Tyson Fury at Crown Jewel October 31st. Joke. I'm sorry. This, they, they, I, this is pretty much just a publicity stunt. Well, they I mean, they ruined him. They absolutely well, Justin, ruined Justin. Justin's got a good point. He's on SmackDown. Doesn't matter. And, and, hold on a second. And he's got this whole story and this whole fantasy that Fiend is going to take on Bray Wyatt, or the Fiend's not Bray. Wyatt. The Fiend, the Fiend Bray Wyatt is going to take on Strowman. I love Bray Wyatt's Fiend character. We'll talk about Bray Wyatt but, in a second because I've got this weird thing with fantasy. Bray Wyatt right now. It's not a fantasy. It's just the you way know how I feel about him. You, you know me for all my life. You know me for since I was able to watch WWE, and lately I've been paying more attention in the past couple of years of what how WWE says things yeah. because they become more tricky over the years of how they 
promote things, how they say things. Right. So I'm going to talk about Bray Wyatt and what I think is going to go on and when I, what, what I want to happen. But, but let's get back to Braun. Yeah. They have, they have ruined, to me, they ruined him when they didn't let him beat Brock Lesnar. I agree. They, they had a chance to have him be a big champion for a long time. They could have gave him the Brock Lesnar run of a year, a year and a half run, and then go get beat by Seth Rollins. Or, you know, Roman Reigns. And they ruined, they ruined Roman with Lesnar by letting Lesnar run over that company. Well, could you say the same thing as that they ruined Brock Lesnar and have him losing to Goldberg in eight seconds? Yeah. That, well, I mean, they had to give Goldberg something from that, <laughs> from that match. I mean, if we're going to be real here, let's, that, that match was at, with Undertaker was an absolute flop and just a joke. I mean, I, I got a kick out well, of it. Well, I mean, you watch this 24, uh, Goldberg's 24 on WWE Network. He, he was bad. He is highly upset. High, he, he thinks highly of himself, as he should, but he was very, very upset with how that match went down. When he knocked himself out? He knocked himself out. <laughs> the match wasn't all that great, but as we digress, we got to get back on topic here. You talk about big people and putting, as WWE is putting big people in the spotlight. As we talked earlier about Roman Reigns and Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, King, King Corbin. Corbin. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, they've had this thing for the past, I would say, month now, where this whole storyline that Daniel Bryan was the person who ran over car. him with the car, pushed the forklift stuff on him, and it ended up being Rowan who was with Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan kind of distanced himself from Rowan as Rowan went over to Raw. Daniel Bryan stayed on SmackDown. But I think this is a really good team for some reason. Well, you got a better mic guy. I'm, Daniel Bryan's Daniel, Daniel Bryan's yeah. better on the mic than Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is a good. He's he's the non-talking John Cena. Yeah. Because I mean, he comes to work, he does his job, and then goes home. He's not very good on the mic to me. I have never been a Roman Reigns fan. I wasn't a huge John Cena fan, but I like John Cena because he would he was great on the mic. Right. And he would be entertainment. I mean, he carried that company from era to era. Ten years. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's a lot to do yeah. for somebody. Like, now, do, do you do you think this day and era? What is your percentage of Mike skills getting over to wrestling skills? And I'm talking about getting over as in back in the day, the you actually had to know how to wrestle. Right. Now you don't. So what do you think it's about? It's about being on the mic. How can you tell a story? Eighty twenty. Eighty mic. I'd probably say wrestling. seventy thirty eighty twenty. Got to know how to talk on a mic because you have to be able to tell a story in such a short time. You can't do that now. Back then, it was, hey, who's your biggest dude? Let's put an underdog against him for a little bit, and then that's it. Right. You know, now it's – and then, and then you know, the Attitude Era is when it all really started, where you actually had to tell a story. Like, I mean, you had the Stone Cold against, you know, the working man versus his corporate boss. Right. Greatest storyline of all time. And we saw a little bit of that with Daniel Bryan, too. When he went up yeah, but, against, it, uh, but, it, but he didn't – Yeah, it, and, that's, and that's another thing, like – that's another story of its own because it wasn't the think, same. I mean, history, history always repeats itself. Right, and I was just about to say, history has a tendency to repeat itself. So, Hence the how many, many <laughs> storylines have we seen repeated in the last year that we saw? How many times is Rey Mysterio going to get a title shot? Yeah, I thought Rey Mysterio should have got a title shot face Seth Rollins back in the end of March when he was in, at Raw and they had a triple threat match. Really it was a good match, but, but I think he should have went because to whoever I can't remember who it was now that went up and faced him. I thought it was too too soon. Was it Corbin? 
I don't know. It was, I think it was King Corbin. And it was Corbin before he came. It was either Ricochet or Corbin. It was one of the newer guys, but uh, I'm not saying I would love to see Rey Mysterio win at a SummerSlam. Because I wouldn't. No, but, not that one. Don't give him the no. big one. Give him, like, the Intercontinental or something. Like, I wish they would have a Cruiserweight again where they could have, like, Ricochet. And, and that's well, a 205. 205. Yeah. Right, but you can't put a big name like Rey Mysterio on 205. That would be, like, who went back down to uh, NXT? Um Finn Balor. He went back to NXT. Why? He what? Ratings. He's better on NXT. Wednesday Night War. He's better. I mean, he's... With that other company we can't mention. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... That's pretty good. That pretty much wraps up uh, the... SmackDown. 10-19, October 19th edition of SmackDown. We should note that, that this Friday, tomorrow, the Friday edition of SmackDown will be aired on FS1 for one night only. Now... Go Fox Sports. Fox Sports One, yep. Yeah, um, they seem to be doing good. Well, I, they, the dr- whole draft part—they made the draft look like an NFL draft. Well, they should. I mean, you got to figure that's a lot of money, man. Yeah, and they, you can, they and you can. A lot and, but of money. The, I feel like the problem with the, with going to Fox is that f- now that they're in Fox, they're going to bring a lot. You, and you've seen it with Tyson Fury, yep. the Kane Velasquez. Yep. You're going to only see more people doing that because they're a huge sports network. Which like we should note though that Tyson Fury is. A, Tyson Fury's a one and done. He ain't oh, yeah, back. he ain't coming back. No. But Cain Velasquez signed a two-year deal. Ooh. So we could see a Rey Mysterio, Cain Velasquez. Tag team. As they're scheduled to tag team up in or down in with us, since we live on the Outer Banks, North Carolina, they're uh, down in Mexico. They are scheduled to tag team with each other. So, that, yeah, I want to get your cool. thoughts just real quick. New look, new attitude, Bailey. Love it. I love the new Bailey. I love the new Sasha. I just wish they would get away from each other. I agree. Roman Reigns being added as team captain for Team Hogan, considering Seth had to step out due to a match that he's going to be having at Crown Jewel October 31st against Fiend. Falls count anywhere. There are absolutely no stoppages whatsoever. It doesn't matter what it is. That's what they say. That's not going to happen. We know that. We'll see what happens. It, I, uh, another Roman Reigns getting up. Here you go, buddy. Sorry. Hand out. <laughs> I just don't like it. AJ Styles, he puts his title up against the line in the future. Whoever wins this 20-man battle world crown jewel, I'm picking right now, Aleister Black. I like Aleister Black. Or Ali, like- considering it's in Saudi Arabia. I, oof. Yeah, that would be, hey, you never know. The great Kali might come out and. Absolutely not. <laughs> you never know. You might get that, might that big old chop. Stay away. <laughs> Please stay away. We like you. Stay away. As we jump in to Raw, the October 21st edition, started off with none other than woo, Ric Flair oh, naming the returning Drew McIntyre as his final team member of Team Flair versus Team Hogan Who at is Crown Jewel. Team Flair's captain? Team Flair's captain is Randy Orton. I love Randy Orton. He's, he's such a... God, I... They have... Could have done so much more with Randy Orton throughout his I career. Agree. But, you know, I, I just, I have my feelings about, I don't know. I, I just, Randy Orton could have had so much more opportunities that, I mean, yeah, he had his, all of his problems and everything, but, uh, you know, WWE did work with him and kept him back, and now he's, if you watch, if you follow him on Instagram like I do, he's a good family man. His wife arcaded him into a pool, which was absolutely awesome, out of nowhere. Um, 
I like Drew McIntyre. I didn't like him when he first came in because he was scrawny. And he was, you know, Vince's golden he was, boy. Yeah, he was the chosen one. He was the chosen one. Yep. And then I'm glad that the DWWE didn't let go of him fully. I'm glad that they revamped him and he got a lot bigger. Yes. He got a – he did the right stuff to get I bigger. I think he is – no doubt in my mind that he is the next pick for the champ, universal championship. I think so. I think – I think him and Seth can have a really good match. I think he's the one to dethrone Seth. Um. I've said that since he came back that he he should have been in the in the title in the, picture the title more. Picture. He but, should, and but he's as, good on the mic now. Yeah, I mean, he as, got a lot better on the mic. As we talk about Drew McIntyre and Team Flair versus Team Hogan, that rounds up the whole team for Team Hogan and Team Flair. You got on Team Hogan, you got Team Captain Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali. I feel like Gable's going to do really well in that. I, I feel, feel like they're gonna give gonna give Shorty G is, is gonna is gonna do real well. well Shorty G has a problem with one of the guys on Team Flair, and that one of those guys is Team Corbin. The other team captain for Team Flair is none other than the Viper Randy Orton. Love it. You have Rusev's <laughs> enemy. I, that uh, storyline so just, I don't even know what to call. Uh, that. No, I don't know why they have that story. But he has Bobby Lashley along with Shinsuke Nakamura, and rounding it out, obviously for Raw, Drew McIntyre. So hey, that's sorry. That's I think that's going to be a really good match. It's got a lot of talent in it. It's got a lot of people that can move around and fly, like Ali and Shorty G, Shinsuke uh, Nakamura. Great Team Flair is a little great, bit bigger. Great, great technical wrestler. Yes, very technical. Um, so Flair, Flair definitely got bigger. They got the bigger. Well, Raw. I mean, you got to think, man. If well, team, originally, originally Hogan's team captain was Seth Rollins. Like I said, Seth Rollins had to be taken out due to his match coming up. Of the which we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, but talking about Drew McIntyre, after they was named Team Flair's last person returning off an injury, he defeated Ricochet. Uh, just going down the list here, Aleister Black, one of my favorites, defeated uh, indie wrestler Joe Schmo, Jason Reynolds. Uh, this storyline that we recently just hit on, Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Lana were in a restaurant. So ridiculous. It, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Why Why they do this? Bruce was on King's Court talking about how, you know. Uh, and Rusev looks good. Uh, now that he took his leave of absence and yep. had his time, he yeah. looks way better. He doesn't. He's not as big. He's toned down. I think Justin's right when he talks about Lana and saying she must have went to Mark Carano or whoever the talent manager is and said, I want to get back on TV. His, him saying, okay, we got this storyline. Take it or leave it. And they had to take it. Oh, no, no, she well, I had to take it. it well, she didn't have to. She didn't have to, but I... But she is the only woman, and I have a big problem with this. I don't know if you've listened to past episodes of WWE Mentality, but i got a big problem with this when it comes to storylines, the women's revolution, women's... And, and even jumping further and not getting too far into it, but you know, the whole women's equality. You know, you have Lana, who does an 18-minute what seems like an 18-minute makeout session with Bobby Lashley on her return just to start off and kick off the storyline. She is the only woman in the past couple of years since Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte came over that has continuously had storylines where she's made out with people. Or she's put herself in vulnerable positions with her right. with her known marriage with Rusev. And right. I don't... I don't 
I don't personally like how WWE has done that in the past. Like, when you first had Miss Elizabeth, yep. no one touched her. The only turmoil they had was when there was a mishap. And, I, and if you've watched Viceland and, and you know, the, the, the there's only a couple episodes that are really good if you really watch them. Um, there's one on Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man. Yep. And it gets a lot more in-depth. But it was just a simple misunderstanding. And well, as most relationships are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it wasn't I, I can't say that one. That was a, not a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding between Hogan and Macho Man. Right. And why they continue to do this over and over, the AJ Lee and Kane, yeah. Lita, Matt and Edge, and that was real. That was that real. was real, yeah. real. Like And you can tell too. Yeah. That, that was like, real. It's no, there's no, like, they did a documentary on it somewhere that there's, Matt doesn't like Edge at all. Like, he can work with him, but he, there's, there's hate in him for it. Like, I've got some news on Edge, too. Ooh, that we'll hit on but there's, I, I don't understand why they do that. And now that they have the revolution and everything that they've, you know, the all women's pay per view, the headlining WrestleMania, like, that is huge. Yeah. For WWE to step back in history and give you this storyline again and again and then being the same person like yeah you know this isn't the first time like i said it, within the five years or six years that it has been since she's done it to the revolution times. has started and they they started naming divas women at wrestlemania whatever in dallas and they came up with this whole women's title it like you said it just takes a step back and i think it just slaps every woman in the back in the face with this one move, which is saying, "Hey, you know, we're still in control of you guys, and exactly, you have to listen to us, otherwise, you won't work here." And that's not how it should be. Uh-huh. And well, I, I think they could do. A, hopefully, this story yeah, hopefully ends soon. Away. Yeah, it, it ends soon, and uh, we won't have to talk about it yeah, anymore. Golly. But it just um, there's there's more stories that can be way better. Newcomer Andrade and his sidekick. I wouldn't say sidekick. His mouthpiece, um, <laughs> Selena Vega, who is actually Alistair Black's wife, which I would love, I would love for that storyline. What the Alistair? If Black they were going to play Friday? any storyline involving a woman, this is the storyline it should be. For the, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully for for any woman out there listening. Don't take this the wrong way. For this the rights, of, for yeah, for the rights of Selena Vega, I'm saying rights. I'm saying as in as in my yeah. mouthpiece. Yeah. I would have Andrade versus Alistair Black. That see, would be Alistair a great match. But Alistair doesn't need anyone on the mic, though. Maybe, where maybe Andrade, not. Where Andrade might. But he could use it in a whole different aspect. Maybe not a mouthpiece. But now is it known? Is it a known fact that they're married? Like, oh, yeah. The whole crowd, everyone knows Oh, it? yeah. Everybody. Go on Twitter. They have multiple videos of them working out. Locations. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that his profile says well, but anyway, I, I, I would just like to see. I haven't looked that. into that. I, I think I, it would I be get, a good. I get what you're saying. I think it'd be a great match. It would, and, be, uh, but that's another NXT versus NXT. That's fine with me. I mean, I liked NXT <laughs> when, it, when, it, when you had all the guys coming out of NXT. And, uh, once they finally got out got of the whole, uh, you got a whole another match involving another NXT star here in a couple seconds involving Seth Rollins as well. But twenty four seven eighteen thirty seven twenty four eighty four championship. <laughs> um, the alone, the alone, our truth actually got defeated by one of the 
bro. I think his one name the, is one of the bro- Singh brothers. Yeah, the Sunil Singh. Yeah, the twin brother of whoever Elder Singh and defeated R Truth to become the new twenty four eighteen thirty seven ten thirty six champion. Yeah, thirty six champion. Raw tag team champions. I don't like this championship. I wish it would go twenty four seven champion. I don't like it. I don't like it. I didn't like it Give at first. Give me a hardcore championship back. Don't make it 24-7. I agree. Make it a hardcore championship. I originally, that's, I, I thought. I thought that's what it was coming right, out with. Right, right. When, when, when Nick Foley. Foley walked out there and just said, I got a new championship, I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. We're getting a hardcore championship back. Let's go. I'm confident in saying that if this title didn't land on R-Truth, it would be nothing. It would have been ran into the ground. Oh, God, absolutely. R-Truth is about 80 years old. That's an inside joke because you go to YouTube and look up R-Truth's birthday. It'll bring you to a YouTube video, <laughs> and they always pick on it. him. Please, please watch it. Yeah, they always please pick on him about how old he is, but he's about 80 years old, still going, and he is the most funnest character to watch. I'm to go get the title now and do Pat Patterson or, no. or one, of the, one of the old original guys, the talent scouts. This, this is a good uh, thing to do. A Just good, a good skit to run like during WrestleMania. To keep the show going. I, uh, I think it's something to keep everything lively. Like, oh, okay, well, I can go win the twenty four seven. Like anyone can right. win it. I mean, let's. I mean, well, I, back it's in the, sh- and it's been shown they had a pregnant lady win it. Like, come right, on, yeah. like, well, come on. Enough about the twenty four eighteen thirty seven champion. <laughs> raw tag team, newly raw tag team champions, the Viking Raiders. My guys, I like them. For Justin, who's listening, who absolutely despises them. So hold on, in your match between the Viking Raiders and Heavy Machinery, his guys, who's winning? Viking Raiders, without even question, not even question. <laughs> no doubt. It's not even question. The Viking yeah. Raiders have a better fin- or better. All right, uh, now so move. so Heavy Machinery, if Otis is about as big as um, <laughs> Arbar, I think his name is, one of the bigger he's guys not, in Viking not. Raiders. He's about as big as him. If Otis can fly like him, Heavy Machinery. But he can't fly. Like but he can't fly. He, can't he can fly. do the worm, but he can't fly. He can't fly. But I, I'm, uh, newly tag team champions, Viking Raiders, much deserved for Justin, who's listening out there. Uh, defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. No surprise there. Imagine that. Shelton Benjamin kind of got in a... Yeah, <laughs> Shelton Benjamin kind of got in um, a little verbal battle with Rey Mysterio, which was not a very smart idea, considering that Rey Mysterio now has got something in his back pocket. None other than the guy called Cain Velasquez, who has got a match, a championship match, at Crown Jewel on October 31st against Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. Well, I get it. I get it. I don't think he wins. Absolutely not. Let's be real here. (laughs) Come on. Let's be real here. Now, do I think that this was all Fox pushed? Absolutely. and, And it should be because, I mean, they're both MMA fighters. They both, I don't know, did they fight in the MMA? Cain Velasquez is the only one to beat Brock Lesnar. No. That quickly. That quickly, yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. That gave him his first loss, I should say. Mm, I thought Frank Mir was first lost. Frank Mir was... I'm WWE, think, not MMA. I know. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. No disrespect to MMA. Yeah, no disrespect to the guys. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, either way, I, I get it. I get the storyline of it. And it's something that they can be like, oh, well, Brock's got a fear now because he's got somebody who's the only guy that ever beat him in MMA here in the WWE now. Right. It was kind of like when they brought Ronda in, and I was not a huge fan of that move either. But she proved me wrong when right. she, which, when she came in originally. It was absolutely terrible. But when she went out, that match with Charlotte and Becky, Becky was awesome. 
absolutely awesome. I will commend them completely for doing that, and I'm glad that she actually put in the time and effort to learn how to actually technically wrestle in the wrestling ring. She's a, she's a gifted athlete anyway. Absolutely. She, she's like Brock Lesnar. She, no she can probably Lesnar. go anywhere and be great um, other than the NFL. But, yeah. but, but to play back a little bit, this whole – Situation. With this whole Kane. situation between Rey Mysterio, Paul Heyman, and Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez went back to three weeks ago, four weeks ago, almost a month, where Brock showed up on Raw and decided to beat, attack. Beat the, yeah, well, beat I, this the had daylights be, out of Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. But, now, but now looking at it. Oh, yeah, looking at it now. Looking at it, you're like, okay, well, yeah, now they set this up. For but, sure. But that's how all that got started. You didn't like that, that scenery at all. Um. You were twisted on I, it. You were a little twisted I, on it. I would have bought the storyline more if kayfabe was still alive. So kayfabe meaning if Twitter and <laughs> Facebook, Instagram weren't out there to show that people were actually heels. People and best friends. And, yeah. And if I didn't already know that Rey Mysterio's son, Dominique, was not already trying to be a wrestler and actively training for it, I would have bought it. I would have been like, oh, damn. Okay. Like now this guy wants to jump in there and yeah, try to be a wrestler. I mean, now, now, he's like, now he's got a reason to go in there and wrestle. You're, you're, I mean, Justin discussed a little bit. If if you are Rey Mysterio and you, Zach's little boy's named Nash, if your if your little boy was on the uh, barricade watching you, one of the most top performers ever in WWE, get the teeth knocked, get the teeth knocked out, then all of a sudden you see your son get attacked. How would you feel? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it w- I wouldn't like even that. Even though it's fictional even and it doesn't, it's not ever going to happen. It still makes you sick to your stomach that that could possibly happen. And that's another storyline that you kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like when they bring in like the dads and the granddads and the moms, like Mrs. Dad. Yeah. Or Randy Orton when he booted, uh, what's his face's dad? He booted a couple of. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but when he was the legend killer. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, when he booted everybody, when he was, and when he was doing the running boot, like. Yeah. That's when, like, that story is going to come about over and over again. It's going to happen. It will always, that storyline specifically, and what he's talking about is family-oriented storylines where you have to involve somebody else's family. And the best ever storyline I've ever seen involving family is Randy Orton and Triple H. Oh, that was such a good one. And God, that just, was Cowboy Bob if Orton. It, if it oh. wasn't for Stephanie, it wasn't for Shane, it wasn't for Vince, obviously never would have happened. And I'm not talking about just because they own the company. I'm talking about them Selling being it. actively characteristic people. People underestimate in that story. Stephanie. Stephanie's yeah. so good. Yeah. So she 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 is such a good actor. Like, gotta take it back to the Undertaker days when she's getting <laughs> strung up. I mean, and then, well, I, as yeah. we will see, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, as we will see this Rey Mysterio, Cain Velasquez, and Brock Lesnar storyline come to fruition on October 31st at Crown Jewel. We jump into someone who's got a, a whole big mess of a problem called Bray Wyatt. I and love. he took on, Seth, I'm talking about Seth Rollins, he took on another 205 guy, another NXT guy, Humberto Carrillo. Umberto. Umberto. It's Umberto. Carrillo, I guess is how Roll your R's, Carrillo. Carrillo. That was a great match. I watched it. I watched it twice, actually. And Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, actually gave him big props and um, gave him a lot of praise on that match. And it was a really good match. But that's not 
the Universal Champion did not end the show. Who ended the show was the people who've been trying to, I guess, make a name for themselves, but really don't they don't have to, is the Street Profits. Which are they, who? I don't know who the Street Profits are. I've kind Angelo of... Dawkins and uh, what's his other it name? It ain't the Tyson. No. It ain't the Tyson or the Tyson Worldwide. Them kind of people. It ain't them. No, okay. the street. I can't remember the other guys now. I know what, uh, other ones. Uh, does it? T- does it take you back to the days of like, you know, the old school street thug looking? No, like Chad Gaspar, JTG. Oh man, <laughs> that was such no, a good no, time. no. It doesn't bring me well, back to them back because for then on WCW, these guys have been they've been on TV for since. The start of the summer and just doing little vignettes here and there, little promos backstage. They're they're pretty funny, um, and they're in, they were ex NXT champions, so they're really they are really good inside the ring. But they defeated the OC, um, but there was a little bit of twist. The Street Profits were supposed to have a surprise partner, but the surprise partner didn't show up until the very end when he was needed, and that surprise partner was. KO has as so we are going to see, oh. and I changed my pick. I changed my pick for the twenty man battle royal. Really, right here and right now. Right you now, hear I'm it first, Dustin. Dustin, I am, you hear it first. Right I am now. choosing Kevin Owens to win the battle royal to face AJ Styles for the United States Championship. Kevin Owens is thick. because Kevin Owens came out at the end of that match to help the Street Profits out to beat the OC, but the only person he attacked was AJ Styles. I don't. I can see it. I. They put on some great matches. I can't stand how the WWE doesn't use their talent. <laughs> it so aggravates me. Roberto, I mean, that's no, pretty, not him. Pretty new I'm name. talking the Kevin Owens. That dude is so talented. Yeah. If that man would ever get in shape, and he doesn't even have to, he's probably in shape. He's in shape he's for his shape. shape. He's round as a shape. Yeah. If he would ever get in shape and and get like, if he ever got big, right? And he's not big at all. He like he's like he's. Our size, six one, maybe yeah. two sixty. Got yeah, a belly. He's not a huge. Guy. He's not a huge guy, but he is so talented yeah. in the ring. I mean, if you ever watch, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his old clips. My man was doing shooting stars back in the day. Yeah, not old old clips. I saw him in NXT. Yeah, it, there's old clips of him like in like house shows doing shooting stars at two seventy, like off the I, top. My man, my man has got com- great talent. And they don't, they can't, he can't use it. They don't, the WWE don't allow him to use it. I think they have. In the past, in the past they have. Like when, like. Not lately. Like, no. Not like, with the storyline with Shane McMahon. That took up a lot of time. That's ridiculous. They let Shane feud with somebody. I, and I think Shane should get out of it now, personally. I don't. I, well, he technically got fired. I, yeah. <laughs> sure. Fired from in-ring but, abilities. Right. I, I think that Shane makes his appearance every now and then. Doesn't need a few with anybody. I mean, it's like the Undertaker's kind of WrestleMania thing. They're kind of, right. mm, hey, let's put Shane in a match here, here, here. Have him jump across the ring. Have him do a flying elbow off the top of something that's 40 feet up. And then he'll come back and do it again in three to four months. You well, know? I'm, I'm agreeing with you that they don't, WWE kind of doesn't utilize a lot of their talents. But I saw a big change in that this week on Raw. And the reason why I'm saying this leads me into my next thing I'm kind of getting ready to talk about is that. You have Paul Heyman running Raw. And behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. And then now with the, the breaking news last week or this past couple of days is that Eric Bischoff is out. Bruce Pritchard is in. How do you think 
SmackDown is going to change with Bruce Pritchard running it instead of Eric Bischoff. Because honestly, when Eric Bischoff got hired and the, and the news broke of Paul Heyman going raw, Eric Bischoff going SmackDown, I thought it was great. I was like, ooh, Eric Bischoff, he's got a little bit of feud, edginess. He's going to have a feud back to the ECW, WCW. Well, I weren't thinking days. like that. I was thinking more like, okay, this guy's got some edginess on him. He, you know, he, he's going to do good. He knows the talent. but they, he, he can't do what he wants. Exactly. I mean, and, and well, look, I mean, and that's, I mean, that, and realistically, you can't think, do what you want. I think Bruce Pritchard, not that Eric didn't have a lot of pool or was buddy buddies with Vince, but there was a lot of reports coming out that Vince would show up to SmackDown and rewrite the whole show. Yeah. So that just, and it happened well, not once, you, but not twice. Why do you think Vince Russo left? Because he sucked. At, towards, when he first got in there, Vince Russo made that show. He made the Monday Night Wars. Okay, but if you're a good quarterback and you throw an 80-yard touchdown on the first play of the game and you don't do it the rest of the game, are you that good? Depends on, do you win 7 nothing. <laughs> uh, point, point. All right, I got, I got you. But talking about Eric Bischoff and I, Bruce I Pritchard. Think, I think Bruce Pritchard's going to be good. I think he's going to utilize more talent. I hope so. I don't. I think he knows the talent because there were reports out there that Eric Bischoff didn't know the talent. Didn't know them. He didn't know any of the guys. Didn't know them as in in ring ability or storyline ability. And you see, you gotta you gotta know your talent if you're it's gonna kind make of, a show like Teddy, like when Teddy was running it. Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Yeah. He knew his talent. Right. Good show. Play a player. Play a player. Great show. When was it? Laurenitis. John. Joe and John. John, yeah. John Lauren. Yeah, John Laurenitis when he was running Raw. John Laurenitis. Yeah. <laughs> when. when when he was running raw, he was he knew his talent. He's a talent scout. That's what he did. Well, here's the difference I think in Bruce Pritchard and just use this example: Bruce Pritchard and John Laryngitis is that John Laryngitis had to make up people power for that show to go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how many times has Raw ever came up with a secret general manager? Well, we all listen, Keegan. We all know <laughs> that. Who's writing the checks? Who's writing every storyline? Who's okay? Who is okay in every storyline? Okay story I wish Vince would step back a little bit. Just collect your money. You have plenty of it, and let new ideas come in. And and this is come. And this is like in every kind of aspect for me. After a certain amount of time, old ideas don't always work. Right. Hence, the Lana story. Yeah. No one likes it. It's it's not very appealing to a lot of people. Now, who, if you look at his day and age, is about women's rights and equality, and it's not, you know? I, like I said, I think I, they slapped everybody. Every woman wrestler on that roster, I think they slapped them. They, they took, they, what they built up, they just, they took, they ripped it right from 10 them. steps forward and 12 back. No, they got, no, it was 20, <laughs> 20, 30 back. Well, and, and it's a shame to them because they've worked so hard doing it. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, in the last six years. But do I think Bruce Pritchard is going to be better for SmackDown? Absolutely. I like Eric Bischoff. I always liked Eric Bischoff. I wish he would have got on the mic a lot more because he is so good on the mic and pissing people off. He really is. And and I think that's – I wish they would have done that more. But we'll see. But we'll see. So tune in this Friday, October 25th, tomorrow. And uh, on FS1, on FS1 we'll, for the one night only. One night only. Wink, we'll, wink. Uh, We're going to see how that goes because we'll, we'll see what Fox all has so many down. shows. 
Yep, it's going to end up on Fox 8, the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Cotton. I don't know, Cotton. Let's see if it works out. Dodgeball reference. But um, Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining me today. It was really fun. Um, our 50 minutes of fame of oh, uh, quietly what's, down. What's your think of uh, Bray Wyatt and the Falls right, Town yeah. anyway? So, yeah, the story. That's you have a you have a certain right, so WWE came out and said that the whole draft that Bray Wyatt was on SmackDown originally. Right, listen to what I'm saying. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was on SmackDown. Right. So he has a match on Raw next week as Bray Wyatt as the Fiend on Raw in a cage match against Seth Rollins. Okay. You tell me. What that means to have Bray Wyatt on SmackDown, but The Fiend on Raw. What is your true take on The Fiend? Do you like that character? One of the best characters that WWE has ever created. Thank you. So, finally, somebody else agrees. The entrance, I, Down to the entrance music, the way he oh comes out, the methodical way that he moves. I absolutely in-ring ability. love The Fiend. Absolutely love him. People were complaining because he was scaring children. Yeah. Okay, what did The Undertaker do when he first came out? That was a different era. A different era, but it's still the same effect. But WWE is not going to PG anymore. They're doing the PG-13. Which they, is good. Which is why they, I think, created that. And but they, it was, that the I wasn't a, that the house of Fireflies. Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse, whatever it was. It It's kind of funny to watch him do that. Yeah. And then... Like, I mean, you've always had him with a sister Abigail, and yeah. then, you know, which is, eh, you can't, you know, you can't do that. When they created The Fiend, just like that, Fire. it was yeah. just, boom, it was, it was huge. They, it struck me, and, and my ringtone is right. The Fiend's entrance. Like, right. I love it. It used to be Seth Rollins' Burn It Down. Right. You know, my kid loves singing that. Right now, buddy, Let Me In by, Bra by The Fiend is, is where it's at, and I'm a huge fan. I don't. Know how with the Seth whole Seth Rollins the last match at the at the pay per view where everything kind of went to crap and he wasn't affected by this and that and well Seth Rollins proclaims that he is in a whole different dimension as far as what the Fiend has done to him mentally. Reason being is that he burnt down the Fireflies. There is no more Firefly Funhouse, but there is speculation on why there is not because Fox wanted on there. They, blah, yeah, blah, they, blah. yeah, they got they got rid of it because of but, fun, which is fine, and, I, and that's fine. What I would like to happen, my storyline that I would make up if I was Bruce Pritchard or anybody behind the scenes, whoever's got, whoever has have, control of The Fiend. I would have The Fiend on Raw and Bray Wyatt on SmackDown create a whole nother person. Absolutely. Just I, I could see a that. A whole nother. I could see that. It, they did but it But don't mankind. ever put The Fiend on the mic. No. Never put him on the mic. He doesn't need it. He can He's be the Undertaker. Undertaker doesn't need to get on the mic. He's no. good on it, but he doesn't need. Until he was an American badass, and he was badass on the mic. Alistair Black doesn't need to be on. No, the mic. it's it's the the stigma of the character, right? That you don't need you, to be on the mic you, if you're you, that good at you, your character. You have the the audience in your hand as soon as your music hits, and oh, yeah. that would never. And I always give props to WWE for this one because at summer music. at SummerSlam when the Fiends music hit. Perfect. Oh yeah, they did a perfect job. Let me let me ask you this: What was when you're saying interest music? What was 
by far gave you chills when the entrance, the first entrance, when you, like it could be any time you've heard it, but when that first entrance hit and you're like, oh my god, this is awesome! I'm so happy right now. Well, I mean, I fell in love with the Rock at like day one. Right, right. But I mean, like, like for me, but that was more. But I'm talking about, I'm talking about giving you chills, like, like when WrestleMania, when New Day came out and was about to. Oh yeah, and Hardy when, Boys. When, sure. So yeah. when, so when they were sitting there, like, yeah, there's another team, right, right. about to enter, and I'm like, man, we're gonna have the New Day in there, and then right. all of a sudden they pull back, and then boom, yeah. I mean, I'm getting chills right now yeah. just thinking of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so big. Um, Shane McMahon coming back gave me chills. Uh, like, a couple here years comes ago. the money. Yeah, I mean, after seven years of being away, that yeah. Thanksgiving away an award to Stephanie was perfect timing. Oh yeah. Um. But no, not not a lot. Not of until times. the team. Yeah, not a lot of times, and I'm glad they got this one right. That this is one they definitely got right. They, yeah, they, yeah. they they messed up Braun Strowman, but they got this one right. <laughs> they they got Braun. Braun's time is coming. It's yeah, but they taking forever to get there. They're they're ruining them. I'm sorry. But anyway, anywho, it's good. As, as, yep. As as you're, we you're, wendle you're as we wendle down our. Um, but anyways, back I, to the count. Falls count anywhere. How do you think it's going to end? Uh, is that Crown Jewel? So is that Crown Jewel for the Universal Championship match? Do you think the Fiend wins or, it, or do you think Universal Championship? I think. Do you think Seth holds it still? Um, I feel like this is an eighty twenty right now. You want no? Seth, you want Seth to lose it? But I think Seth loses it based off Survivor Series, which is the next pay per view. Where they I think do. he's got. I think he's got to be a team captain in Survivor Series, and I think if you're gonna set up any other match after Crown Jewel involving the Fiend, it's not with Seth Rollins. It's with Strowman. I think. So uh, why I don't think Justin gets his his wish, and I think it's with Strowman. So with a team captain with Survivor Series, do you the Fiend lose to Seth Rollins, and then Strowman? I think that if, if Strowman's a team captain of Survivor Series. The Fiend is a team captain of Raw. I don't think The Fiend will be a team captain of anything. I think if he loses that crown jewel, he will be in Survivor Series. He's got to. He's a great talent. Yeah. And, uh, KO will be there. It, it's, Survivor Series is a little bit down the road. I can't really wrap my head around that now. But Storylines haven't developed yet for it. Not in my <laughs> head. <laughs> I'm a storyline person. i got to have, like, I've got to pimp. Give me a little bit of background. you got to give me something why you hate each other. Give me a reason why you hate each other. Of what? Of any kind of storyline in oh. WWE. Give me a reason why. Mine's not like hate. You don't have to like, hate me, but give me a reason to dislike. Mine's not like heel and babyface. Mine's more of no. where I think stories could go, where I think people could go, and where they could flourish. Where talents could shine. Yeah, like Umberto Corleo. Cor- I think talent. he would be a, a very, very great middle card guy. Yeah. Ricochet, Ricochet could keep, would, could, is, a, is a mid to late card, keep you going. Like your show's like falling out. Here's Ricochet hitting the 450 splash or the double flip or, you know, to. I mean, I don't think he does that anymore because it's super dangerous <laughs> and so unreliable that you're going to land it every time. But it's definitely a leader into your. Hey, here comes your new champion or your champion versus whoever he's in a storyline with. Right. Well, but I, we're hoping. We're hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping the fiend takes down Rollins, and that's just me because I'm a fan of the fiend. 
His no. mask, his eyes, everything about him is perfect. They have done it I agree. perfect. I, agree. I well, don't like the mandible claw. I kind of wish <laughs> they would have done something else, but it's perfect for his character. I couldn't agree with you more. I still like the Sister Abigail, but but that's not his character anymore. Not on, not on Raw. Not on Oh. But on SmackDown, <laughs> but, on SmackDown but on SmackDown, they have a chance. <laughs> I, man, I, I, I hope that happens because uh, they just bring a whole other aspect, kind of what they did character. with Mankind, Do Love, and Captain Jack. Oh, man. I, you know what, hey, though? If Bray Wyatt could have the hair of Mick Foley and not have the dreads, which I like the dreads. The short dreads look better on him now. Right, yeah, yeah. They look way better yeah. than the long dreads. But if he could do a split personality... They could run with it, man. Closing thoughts on WWE itself. Where do you think SmackDown's heading? Hopefully better with Bruce Pritchard. Um, I'm hoping that they use their talent more. That's in all of WWE. I I really got to fully hope. Gosh, I hope that Sasha and Bailey get away from each other. Please. For the love of the WWE, if anybody go listening, away from each other. If any WWE have Sasha go back to Raw and fight the man over and over and over. I don't <laughs> care. Just get away from Bailey. Y'all can be best friends on social media. Go away from each other. If any or WWE executive is listening out there, please. God, please use your talent. You've seen, we are both in agreements here in WWE Mentality Headquarters. And I love Sasha. Sasha but Sasha is my favorite. I don't know why. I just, she just is. But and like and I like the man. I like Becky. Yeah. I like Becky as she's great on the mic. Hence why she's flourishing. Why Alexa Bliss girl, you know, flourished. What uh, was it? Charlotte's a eight time, ten, ten time. Yeah. She's creeping up on old pops. Yeah, and she'll <laughs> get it. She'll beat her. She'll beat her dad. I don't think they'll ever give John Cena the give John Cena that, and he should. Uh, absolutely. Um, WWE executives, you hear us now. You can hear me now. And if you listen to this, John Cena deserves that, to that get Mr. Kennedy is rarely on WWE. I am rarely on, but I am <laughs> I am pouring my heart out to you. And I was never a John Cena fan. Please give this man what he deserves because he carried your company without a question. No lies there, but... <laughs> somebody please argue with me about that. It It is time for WWE Mentality's ship to set sail... Once again, off to waters for the next week. Oh, yeah. And, um, I won't be back here. Justin will be back here. Yep, Justin will be back. Unfortunately, with his. <laughs> will be back in the chair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we like you, Justin. We love you, Justin. Justin does appreciate you filling in because it is a little difficult. It's more difficult to sit here and talk to yourself. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think ventriloquism is so hard? You have to <laughs> literally talk to yourself. <laughs> well,. Again, like I said, WWE Mentality Ship is uh, is getting ready to set sail through the waters. We'll see you next week. Zach, thank you again for no stopping problem. by Any, on anytime. short notice. Just anytime. Maybe next time we'll get in here with Justin. I'll show him where true God's country is oh, down in Collington. Gosh. Well, <laughs> Justin, if you're listening, you can probably cut this out with your editing since you are now the executive producer of WWE oh, Mentality. good lands. You're going to give him too much power. <laughs> but... In the spirit of Justin, I have to say, keep slamming and stay wonderful. We will see you next week.